We have a we had to put a tarp on the shed because the roof was leaking. So because an avatar thing going on right now. You have a blue tarp. Yeah. James Cameron is known for his blue filters and blue lighting. You look like you look like an old YouTube found footage type video. Like this is going to be evidence in a true crime documentary. Yeah. You look like you aged five years in two weeks. I feel like no, it, dudes. It's just a blue hue. Your beard. It looks like you've been trying to make your beard look nicer. It looks Got good. a little trim. You look like an Amish guy. Look Amish. Well, you look like a fucking little bitch. Who me? Yeah. Why do you yeah. look? Ta- you look like you're like freaking. It's because I'm blue. Schwartz. JC Schwartz in this movie just standing five inches shorter than everybody. Just low, baby. Leaning yeah, back. Totally. What are you? Chill. What are you? Fifteen? What are you supposed to be? Fifteen? Because you're clearly a forty-nine-year-old man. This movie sucks. I'm Thirty-nine years old. Oh, you like this movie? I'm thirty-eight minutes into it right now. I'm currently watching it behind the Zoom screen. I thought you you've seen it before. No. Right? Did you not read? I've never seen it before, and I'm I. I don't think I like Wes Anderson. I'm surprised you don't like it. It's really funny. It's like a very a funny of, it comedy. It is funny. It is, there is a lot of funnies, but... Let's, we don't need to... Let's boring. talk about the movie. Oh, that, I'm just going to get my opinion out and right at the, the gate. Audience. And then I'm not nobody, to the, the movie before yeah, you get your Nobody cares opinion. about our opinions. I just rushed into this conversation. I'm sorry. So today's movie is Rushmore, <laughs> 1998. Written and by I, Wes I, Anderson. I, I would have... Written by Wes Anderson and Owen Wilson and directed by Wes Anderson. This is Wes Anderson's second movie after his follow-up or his follow-up to Bottle Rocket, his first film. Um, And this month we're watching people's favorite movies. Last week we watched Ryan's favorite movie, The Crow. And Adam picked Rushmore. This is Adam's favorite movie. It's, It's a favorite movie of mine. Um, I haven't seen it in a while, but uh, yeah, it holds up too. This movie's awesome. How old were you the first time you saw this movie? Um, like eighteen or nineteen, maybe. So I saw it in the movie theater. It came out in late '98, but really, it, I saw it in San Francisco Bay Area, early '99. So I was like sixteen. So I was basically Max Fisher's age when I saw this movie. So that's um. I, so I related strongly to him as a kid. It's funny watching it now as an adult because you're like, oh yeah, this movie's about a fucking 15 year old. And like, I imagine yeah. that may be one of Ryan's issues with the movie. Well, Ryan's still 15 at heart. I think Ryan's fucking 13 at heart. He's 30 going on 13. Ryan's like... Right, Ryan? <laughs> Ryan's got a new shirt. It says do it in a Buick. It's pretty cool. But anyway, Adam, this is your favorite movie. So tell us why is this is your favorite movie? Uh, well, it's a favorite movie. I don't really believe in having a full, like a completely favorite movie. That's a psychotic concept to me, but I liked it a lot. I like it a lot. I, I like, cause it, I like it cause it's really funny. Uh, I like comedies, but it's also, you know, it's kind of, an early uh, movie that kind of mixed comedy and pathos really well. Uh, it's like everything. It's like the a lot of stuff in the movie is like sad and funny at the same time, or like 
not it, it's like more than just funny it has a lot of style to it that in itself is funny so it makes everything else kind of funnier uh and it's just really like well acted and like unique for when it came out and it's very like dense with details and interpret think ways you can interpret what what's you know the emotions behind the like right 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 but you could describe a lot of movies you could describe a lot of movies that way like what the name one the graduate harold and maude yeah but i like but this movie is funnier why is this one in terms of story why does this one speak to you um what do you mean in terms of story well, the care. What about the characters in the story? Because you're just describing things like it's funny, it has heart, it has pathos, it is novel esque. But it's like that. None of that actually. Know. Well, this is your favorite movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just fucking like it. What do you? I didn't want to do this movie, by the way. <laughs> well, you picked, but you picked it. You asked me what my favorite movie was, and I. I tried to fucking figure one out and I said Rushmore and then you're like, that's what we're doing. That's true. And I was like, we let's do not that. do this. And then you're like, we're doing it. Well, I, I, already... said, I said, I didn't want to be in the hot seat too. I want to be in only cold seats from now on. You're in the cold seat now. That's why I'm blue. That's why I'm so blue. Ryan's giving us the cold shoulder because I muted him because he was uh, talking out of turn. You got to unmute yourself. <laughs> He's talking. He doesn't this need is off to unmute a really it. good start. Well, Rushmore is one of my favorite movies, actually. So when you picked it, I was like, oh, well, that's a good one because this is a good one to talk about. Um, the thing I like about Rushmore is it's about a creepy little kid who's 15 and he wants to bang his teacher. He's in love with her, but he's never been in love. He's never had sex. He doesn't know anything about relationships. And you watch him stumble and fail in a very, I'd say, emotionally realistic and honest way. Like, yeah, it is emotionally real. Like, but but while being like heightened and stuff and. It's like the comedy is heightened, but the emotions are very drop, like underplayed in a good way. You know what I mean? Everything's exaggerated. But well, the emotions I'd are say very Max, Max natural. is exa- Max is exaggerated, and everybody else is kind of, you True. know, they're they're like this guy's. It's cool that the movie's about a weird character. Yeah, before because like after that, it's like all of Wes Anderson's characters are kind of like Max Fisher in his future movies. Yes, this one all, it's like they all have costumes. It's like Max Fisher is wearing a costume. He wears a like a velvet suit. Yeah, but it makes sense for the character because he's like trying to be something he's maybe not. You know, he's trying exactly. to like fit in a world he doesn't really belong in and stuff. Um, and that's something we can all relate to as of... teenagers. Amen, dude. You know, we all want to be grown up. We all want to be cool. We all want to, you know, impress our peers, but. We're just faking it till we make it. Till we make it. You know, we're faking yeah. it until we're making it. There you go. And then sometimes we're epic baking it. Nice. 
Ryan, Ryan, unmute yourself. <laughs> He's really wildly gesticulating. Almost makes up for being muted. He's he's speaking. He's pretending to do a bit, but unfortunately, Ryan is unable to do bits because, well, oh, I wish he could movie, respond to this. This movie is like a about a young Ryan. You know, it's about a young guy who's worse at getting pussy. Who's just terrible. He can't get laid. <laughs> he can't. You know, he betrays Come on, his man, friends. I miss you. He commits to doing a podcast and then doesn't watch the movie. He's got a, um, just a grumpy attitude the whole time, like throughout too. He's given, he has all the opportunities in the world, but and all the talent, really. Do you really think that about Ryan? No, I'm like Rushmore because I am doing everything and I'm not good at anything. He just wants oh, you're, attention. You're doing ultimately. everything except the curriculum. I, I just want attention. But the and other thing about Rushmore, if you can't, uh, well, it, no, hold on. If you can't unmute me from your side, William, then don't mute me to begin with. I'm not coming back until William allows me to come back. The other thing about Rushmore is that Bill Murray is a big part of it. So like when the movie came out, I'd say everybody thought it was like a Bill Murray movie because they're like, oh, we have this big actor, Bill Murray. Sure. So that's what a a small movie has to do. Kind of. Plus, Wes Anderson wasn't that famous. I mean, no, he wasn't famous at all. Bottle Rocket wasn't like uh, a hit in any sort of main mainstream way. But I remember this movie had, had buzz. He won an MTV Movie Award for Best New Director. But for Bottle Rocket? Yes, and he was at the MTV Movie Awards and he showed up. Wow, that's cool. Um, well, I was going to say, I remember... I, I, don't, I think it was for that, like next year's MTV Movie Awards or something like that, or like the year Rushmore was coming out, there were a bunch of like uh, little vignettes of like Max Fisher plays of, of movies that weren't yes. in the movie uh, that they did just for like the MTV movie awards. Um, and that got the kids talking, you know, they're like, wow, this is. If you want to see those vignettes, you can look at them on the criterion DVD or probably YouTube. Yeah. Criterion DVDs are. Yes. Pretty this, useless these days. Just Google it. This was a big DVD for me. This uh, me too. I bought, it was one of the first DVDs I bought. And I remember like, I couldn't believe the cover because it had this like drawing of little Max Fisher on a little go-kart. And then like it was a early criterion. It had tons of special features. And then like I'd say it's one of the first 10 DVDs like I bought. What? Oh, it, one of the Commentary? special features what that is, was great. Is, yeah. It was uh it, it was like a Charlie it was actually a Charlie Rose interview. Yes. It was kind of like this fake. It was like a this real. like really? It was a real episode of there Charlie was a Rose. real Charlie Rose interview on the dvd yeah but it's with like like the math professor at the beginning and mr little jeans the old like indian groundskeeper and like i think that's i think they're father and son but it's like it, it was like in oh we life. couldn't get these guys or like they had to cancel so they sent them in like it's like a funny thing whether it's real or it's not re- like charlie rose is in on it or whatever it's like a very funny absurd like little sketch of these characters that aren't really involved that involved in the movie on this Charlie Rose interview. And it's like this weird interview that kind of has no point and stuff, but it's, I don't know, like that kind of stuff. It was I, a stacked, it was a stacked was DVD fr- when it came fresh out. Comedy. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. It was like, yeah. what do you mean stacked? There's like three a of them. Of it was a triple disc. It came with Quadruple. a fucking, 
map of the school that when you opened it up, it was it was a giant unfoldable map. Yeah. And like all these special so, features, all these beautiful little menus. This is why I hate this is why I think I initially and I'll never be able to like Rushmore. I don't hate Rushmore. It's good, dude. The it's fucking I You're from a different generation, so we gotta hear you your get, perspective. Well, I'm well, I also didn't watch You're it. Fucking up, dude. I should have watched it in high school. This is a high school movie. And that's the thing yes. with Wes Anderson. It doesn't age well. Like it's you're like, this is your life. This is the best DVD I've seen when you're fucking 18 or 14 or whenever you both said you watched it. But the movie you watch it, you watch it as an adult. And then the second the braces came, I I don't want to go on a hate train. Well, that's the whole point of this month. This is like the crow. This is this is a joke on me. Um, This I got a salty taste when I hear Rushmore, because when I filmed that goddamn movie that you've now seen. They were the whole time, the whole month. Uh, the director and the producer to me were like, this is like your Rushmore, dude. This is like your Rushmore in the sense. I've told you this before, right? In the sense yeah. that, in the sense that like, this is my Jason, Jason, this is going to blow, this is going to blow us all up. And I, and everyone what's set, cool about them. Everyone, saying that, set, everyone on set was like, this ain't nobody's Rushmore. <laughs> so now I'm actually watching Rushmore and I'm like, well, I was in a, I was in a good movie. That's perfect. And if it comes out on DVD, buy it. I'm bitter, dude. What are you bitter about? That I wasn't in Rushmore. This is very I'm, immature of you. Yeah. I'm just a, a 36-year-old dude with braces to hit in, in high school. You should love it. And you're going to graduate someday. You're going to get go those braces a, off. Help me go towards a bit. You had a cool, You had a cool DVD box set. Look, you don't like the movie, Ryan. I never you're just said, no, Ryan likes the movie. I did like the movie. Like the did... movie. He's just being, he's grumpy. because he. I'm angsty and I'm grumpy right stuff. now. Because I Ryan's work. Ryan's very emotional, emotionally driven film watcher. Yeah, that's how it should be. Right? That's okay. I mean, your heart is pure. That's all that matters. No, I will tell you, the fucking uh, scene, which I've seen before, the scene when he does the... Uh, there's two of my favorite scenes because he does everything right. He's got he's in like high school at Rushmore. He does all the all the extracurricular. So he's a fucking idiot. Too many extracurricular he, activities. Yeah. Not enough homework. He's getting bad grades, but he loves. He's stupid. Starting he's things, stupid. not finishing things. He's all yeah, about. He's, but he's it's all about no, spectacle. No, no, but he does write plays. He's not. So he does have talent. He wrote yeah, but he's, he's good at he's it. good at That's making funny. plays. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's funny as hell. Because and then there he's like, yeah, you're just doing all these extracurriculars. It reminds me of Elon Musk. Like he's like Elon Musk at 15, just like has his hands. He's a rich kid that can do whatever he wants. Well, it's he's not, not rich. rich. You only watched then 30 they, minutes of the movie. So I, I did only watch 30 minutes. But uh, when, when he uh, in fact, his whole when it behavior shows him of wrestling, when it shows him wrestling and he, he just loses. immediately gets his ass kicked. Yeah. And then like 10 minutes later. When they're doing the pep rally, and then he runs and just does the perfect fucking twenty backflips or whatever. Yeah, that's the, I love that shit. It's good shit. This is Wes Anderson's best movie, and Agreed. I think a big reason why is because he oh, co-wrote it with Owen months? Wilson. Owen that Wilson makes sense. The uh, by the way, I was reading about it. Like Owen Wilson, a lot of that the way Max Fisher was at this school is like based on Owen Wilson. Cause he got like kicked out of a private school and he w- had really bad grades, but was doing other bunch of other shit and stuff like, so yeah. yeah it, so it, it the wor- thing it, like, it's a good combo. 
They're good. The other thing that makes the movie work really well is that it's about a delinquent student. But instead of making him a gangster or a bad kid, they make him this smart, nerdy idiot who's obsessed with, you know, kite flying and beekeeping and go-kart racing and flying airplanes and just doing like. Well, it's about like trying to look smart and very like you belong in this elite place or whatever, but you're stupid. And but like not breaking that. That's that's what I like so much about this movie is like. I don't know. That's just always like a fun thing for comedy to to. It really flips the script is what flip the script does. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan. They're getting into it. So the movie shot Anderson should flip the script and uh, hire um, somebody that's not white. Like the Indian guys in the movie or the Asian girl. Yeah. Or the black kid who takes notes and has no lines. What about the black guy with no lines? uh, Who wears a military uniform in high school? There's plenty of black people in this movie. Or something. What's up? That's that's about where I ended. Where he walks by and goes, "Your name is Leah Chang, Leah Chow, Margaret Chang." Oh, so you watch a lot of the movies. Margaret Yang. Margaret Yang. Margaret Yang, (laughs) played by Sarah Tanaka, who later who quit acting and became a doctor in real life. Oh, isn't that a little? She's also in. She's also in the movie Old School and Race the Sun. That's right. But yeah, that's she uh, walked away from it all to go save lives. The the kid Dirk, uh, uh, Max Fisher's, he's in Dennis the Menace, but uh, he also quit acting. I don't know what he's doing, but I looked him up and his Twitter account was suspended when I looked up his Twitter account. I think he's conservative. Did you see that Disney kid? This is no, related. No, did you see that Disney kid from Wizards of Waverly High? Um, was Waverly Place, motherfucker. Like, you know, okay, whatever. I'm trying to get the story. I thought it was Josh and Drake, was the one doing the whippets in his car with his baby. No, no, no. That was, so the, that was of a Waverly cool story. High. Did you see Wizards that? Waverly High. They caught him. They caught him blowing balloons of whippets in the front seat, and then his little kids in the the um the the car seat in the back. And his wife left him. Too? His wife left him a week later, and it was all over the table. It took her a week to leave. That's like you leave that night. <laughs> Poor Drake. Was well, Josh there for him? At least Josh, Josh apparently is the in the new Christopher Nolan movie and is doing very well. Dude, Josh should have stepped in in place of the mother and they could have had you know could have been a new show but anyway this is the best um west anderson movie because owen wilson not only brings history to it but he brings an edge to it that you just don't have and my favorite scene in this movie the best scene west anderson has ever done is the one where the teacher finally confronts max and goes would you say that you fingered me or maybe I give you a hand job. And then he's like yeah. all disgust and he's all like Shocked. freaked out and heartbroken. And he's like hiding behind a pole. And it's like, he's like, so that's a the- little, he's like, that's a kind of a crass way to put it or whatever. And she's like, not if you've ever if fucked before. Yeah. And then on the audio commentary, Wes Anderson's like, this scene makes me very uncomfortable. And when it plays, I have to walk out of the movie theater. And he even like took off his headphones and like turned away, like, doing the audio commentary he's a delicate man and it's like owen wilson's the one who pushed him to do that probably i'm assuming hey how come owen wilson's not in this movie i'm about to watch he is in this movie well besides the picture of he plays her boyfriend he plays her dead husband husband, in the photo but why you know isn't it kind of weird he's not in maybe just is he like what role would he he play i don't know he could i don't know 
Yeah. He can't play. There's no role for him. But it, I think it's cool. It almost gives it more, him more like cred. See, that's another it's thing. That so like, early in his career to do that. The later movies that Wes Anderson does, every role is a celebrity. Every role is like Fisher Stevens is in this scene, Tilda Swinton's in that scene, Bruce Willis yeah, is course. in that scene. Like, this Bill Murray like does like one line. That, which is another thing I like about it. It's like the movie's full of like weird, weird people Local. that have like a funny low one line sort of thing. Yes. And a lot Even of them like are kids. in, a lot of them are in Bottle Rocket. The teacher from the first scene, he's the bookseller in Bottle Rocket. Mr. Little Jeans is in Bottle Rocket. Mr. Little Jeans is in Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket also has that like Mexican um, um, hotel. Right. Worker, housekeeper. Housekeeper. She's like authentic. Like if he had, he does it a little bit in like Darjeeling Limited, bad. but it's like, God, Darjeeling. Was you so got to have that too. weirdness. That's like that's such a, you he know, the that, movie is has all this stupid, like everything about this movie has like a stupid, quali- I, like weird quality, and it's like you need those weirdos actors to be like. Tech? You need that grounded realism. Yeah. You need that watching grounded realism. Anderson, watching a Wes Anderson movie is like watching pastel paint dry. It's fucking that drives fast. Boring. It's beautifully not boring. boring. It's very funny and like it. Pro- full no, literally, de- it probably takes and... ninety minutes. Yeah, it's pretty fast. It's about well, as long. Brian, as to be fair, you didn't watch the movie and you didn't really give it a chance. And darling, un- unlimited. I didn't like that. Darling, the one that's where, it, that's one of his worst movies. The one where the two kids are like naked in a tent during a Nazi Moon thing. Kingdom. They don't mention yes. There's no Nazis. Oh, but Listen, I'm a, I'm a Takiwatiti generation. Takwiti Takate. Right. And Wes Anderson's a big inspiration. Listen, I'm a Takate generation. I, yeah. uh, all I do is crush Takate 12 Dude. packs at a time. <laughs> Takate Watiti. Takate Watiti. Um, now, you got to remember, this is the first Wes Anderson movie that's like, Bottle Rock is not really like this. So it's like, this is the first one that I all, disagree. Well, all the stuff that like They're people steal. Same from Wes Anderson that have stolen from Wes Anderson he's like defined a lot of like indie filmmaking and comedy filmmaking since this movie quirk and you're talking about quirkiness but also like that sort of like you know cine- cinematic flat or like you know flat compositions it's, his movies wide are full angle of stuff shenanigans like, like so Wes know, Anderson is not I mean he's copying from other people his big inspiration is Roman Polanski you know you watch Fearless Vampire Killers very similar looking movie. Um, King of Comedy Rushmore. also feels very Wes anderson King of Comedy is not shot anamorphic, but Rupert Pupkin is a ridiculous character surrounded by straight men, which well, is very, yeah, it's which got is like very Rushmore. Flat tracking Obviously, shots that go like side to Scorsese, side. Scorsese is a huge influence on Wes Anderson. The music, the amount of music drops in this movie, all the pop music, it's just like endless. So, Scenes so choreographed too. to music. Um, one thing that's really great about this movie watching it now is just like it does the most important thing for any movie, which is to have therefore transitions. It's just like you cut to this scene, you see how Max Fisher do something. Then you see Bill Murray do something in response. Like when they go back and forth and battle each other in that montage set to the who, I love that scene. And yeah, when, that's great. That where he cuts the tree down. That's like at the uh, end of that. Section. No, that's later on. So, like the bees, the bee scene when he puts the when he has the bees, he, he cuts his brakes and all that. And he, like, and he puts the gum on the wall in slow motion. That's awesome. And it's yeah, like he's right. trying to be so badass, but he's like a kid. It's very funny. Um, Super funny. What's the one? What's the one? 
the scene where he's like running, he's like trying to catch up to his family and he's run on a tarmac or at the airport and he runs out and then he falls out there. The plane's not there. That's dumb and dumb. That's dumb and dumber. Yeah. Oh, he's trying now, to give the car break scene. is a, I have a nitpick with that scene. So it's like Bill Murray got his brakes cut at the, the factory and then drove to pick up his kids, but never braked on his way there. He only has to use the brake once he gets to the school. But doesn't the brake fluid like slowly drain out? It's not like it's completely gone when you first get in the car. I mean, this is very, uh, you know, only one way to find out. I have, uh, I have issues they, with this. I have, I this is a crazy, nitpick of mine. I have the crazy that that's a nitpick here. Mine is when he's like, he's trying to say, um, He's he's holding a red pen and he's like writing and he's he can't write this pen is blue. He can't like say a lie. No, that was a liar liar. Oh <laughs> fuck. Sorry, my bad. Love that movie. Um one thing that's really good about this movie is Seymour Cassell as Max Fisher's father, the barber Bert. Yes. Uh this is he's in a lot of John Cassavetti's movies. He's in a bunch of like Who's 70s, that? 80s What's stuff. John Cassavetti. John Cassavetes is what one of the er, is wouldn't. one of the pioneers of American independent filmmaking. He's an actor. He's in the movie Rosemary's Give me Baby. A title. He directed a film called Minnie Moskowitz, where Seymour Cassell is in love with uh what's her fucking name? I'll tell you Gina that's Rollins. too many that's too Gina many Rollins. words for too many words for a title. Minnie Moskowitz. And I'll it's very, say on that on that regard, hold on, on that regard, um, I would have retitled Rushmore. I would have called it Rush Less because it could have been 30 minutes shorter. You didn't finish it, though. You don't know how long it is. No, I ended Ryan, on the scene. This I is ended such horseshit, dude. After I, I gave on... the crow five stars. Yeah, because the crow's good. So well, on you the... shouldn't have placated him. I've, I learned I, my I watched lesson. the whole thing. I watched the whole thing, but I kind of checked out at the scene where he um, it was like the montage after the cutting the after Millie Murray, Bill Murray cuts the tree down and Schwartzman, he dresses up in like he's like in this furry green costume and he's like stealing Christmas. That's the Grinch. That was, that's the Grinch. It's just the Grinch. Ron, I think Ron I, I think I was just oh, sorry, James Carey. Oh my god, I'm lost. Sorry, I think I watched three Jim Carrey movies last night instead of Rushmore. <laughs> my bad. Uh, my favorite Jim Carrey movie is, of course, The Cable Guy, which has Owen Wilson in it. So after Bottle Rocket, you know the Lucas or the Wilson brothers, Luke and Owen, they blew up. It's pretty amazing that they all went to college together. So Wes Anderson met Owen Wilson. In, what do you mean it's amazing? They were they brothers were, and they grew up together. They weren't roommates. Wes they were Anderson. in a class. They were in class together first. Okay. They were friends, then maybe at became UT. roommates. Who? University Who? of Texas, Wes, Austin. Wes and Owen? Yeah. Yeah, this is a Texas movie. This is all Texas, baby. Kind of like Al Gore and Tommy Lee Jones. The other thing is, is like, really? Brian, when you say like a Wes <laughs> Anderson movie, too. you have to you have to categorize them. See, Bottle Rocket, Rushmore, and Royal Tenenbaums. Those are the foundation for all Wes Anderson movies. And yeah, also they involve the they involve the Luke or the Wilson brothers, including yeah. Andrew Wilson, who's in the at least the first two. Um that's those are the best Wes Anderson movies, in my opinion. What's interesting is I went on Letterboxd. The best Owen Wilson movie? The Big High Bounce. Night. Shanghai Noon. 
you just changed your answer. Shanghai Nights, I've heard, is better than Shanghai Noon, actually. What about Shanghai Morning? I haven't watched them in a while. I watch both. If you put both of them on, on two different screens at the same time, they yeah. mat the dialogue matches up perfectly. It's freaking. It's you get like, in that. Wow. You get in that clockwork orange chair and put the eyeball things on yourself where you're open yeah. and you just. I just use two. Enjoy like those two Tom movies. and Jerry style. But... Yeah. Be cool to use that on your ass. William, you we haven't had an impression. Give, give us your own Will Owen Wilson in Shanghai Night. I don't want no trouble. That's a good Owen Wilson. Wow, I don't want any trouble. They should do face off between Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson. But it's just obvious. <laughs> but if the they just tape Owen white. Wilson, they just the tape Owen Wilson's white. eyes back. And they dye Jackie Chan's hair blonde and give him blue icon blue contact lenses. That'd be crazy. I wouldn't have done that. I would have literally done a face swap. So Jason Schwartzman, this is his first movie. He, he his mother is Talia Shire. She's in Rocky. She plays Adrian. Her she's also in The Godfather. It's really uh, funny that he like they looked for like they said like they they auditioned like an insane amount of people, like eighteen thousand kids for no way. Literally Max. that many. 1800. 1800, my bad. Well, yeah, then, yeah, uh, 1800. Yeah, that's a lot. What I, thought. I thought I was that, originally no, going to go a lot. 200,000. So I was pulling it back. But, uh, and then they, they wanted a young Mick a Jagger Francis type. Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. Well, the guy they wanted was Noah Taylor, but he was too old. Uh, was Noah Taylor. Yeah, I don't know. That. Noah yeah, Taylor so is Jay- a in Life Jason Aquatic with Steve Zizou. Too old. Well, Jason Schwartzman uh, is like this. He's definitely like. He looks really different in this movie. He must have had. He might have had a nose job. I mean, he's. He looks wow. way better now William. as an adult. Wow! But he looks dish it out. Yeah. Look, here's the thing about Jason DMZ. Schwartzman, and here's the Damn. thing about Wes Anderson. This movie could only have been made by rich kids, you know, because yeah. it's about rich kids. It's like, yeah, you can't make. Born. I'm sorry, you know, you can't have some guy with webbed feet from Florida make a movie like this it would not work you know <laughs> you know I, I'd watch I'd rather watch that, that I never said no, that I, it was I never accused you of having webbed feet I always like this 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 like this movie is a movie that I I always wished I could make it's like a movie that made me want to make movies and stuff like that but I was obviously like it's also like I'm not I'm way too stupid to make a movie like this. You have to be like smart to make a movie like this. Wes Anderson is a filmmaking genius. Yeah. You should check out Pornhub though. There's some crazy movies on there. That's what I, that's what makes me want to be in movies. When I watch that, when I watched Pornhub's. The school of this, the school in this movie was the school Wes Anderson went to. That's his private school. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's like, you know, is probably it genius re- or did he like, just have a bunch? He had a bunch of money and then he no, he's really a good. genius. Wes no, Anderson's he's a, such a genius. Really he's such a he's genius. A- he made a Nazi movie with two kids getting naked in a tent, and they don't mention like just it's they don't it's, get naked. Who are the Nazis? It's, There's it's, no Nazis. In the Nazis movie, are either. in Grand Budapest Hotel. The Zeds or whatever a, they are. He's making a really tiny butthole gesture. That movie takes the movie you're talking about, Moonrise Kingdom, I believe, takes place in like Massachusetts. I like Cape these, Cod. West, these West Asian yeah, movies. Cod. Are beautiful and whatever. It's just, I don't know. He, no, he's a genius at I'm making movies. It's yeah, like sometimes uh, yeah, yeah, his. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
Yeah, you're like railroading his strength my, is this it, thing about my favorite movie. His strength because, isn't in the writing. Watch the crow again. After I gave, after I fucking juiced you up so Rush, big on I'm the crow. Gonna, I'm still gonna give Rushmore. It's play, still playing, and I'm watching it right now. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you could just stop watching it and just. Would you say, hold on, Adam? I'm watching. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't like Bill Murray, who was who plays a drunk in this movie. Because also, uh, I do. Here's one cut I hated. It, I didn't hate. I loved it. Um, but I hated that it wasn't practical when he jumps over the fence. Yeah. And he just eats shit. Yeah, that kind of stuff is. But great. then, they, but then they practical. immediately cut it. They immediately cut it to him. It's a like jump cut. 10, Ten feet. You don't yeah, like the jump cut. cut. No, because there's another jump cut later on with him drinking like... Diet Coke, and he puts. His, each drinking booze out of his Diet Coke and lighting two oh, cigarettes. And he's it like, seemed like he actually I'm a did little it. bit lonely these days. Yeah, no, I do. I've seen that clip. People have sent me that clip. Why this? Are you a big you? Bill Murray fan, Ryan? I'm curious. Um, I have a feeling you're now, not. Now, after the allegations, now I am. No, yes. I. What are you talking about? Bill Murray's like the goat. Is that? But you don't like still his, saying you don't goat? like one of his best movies. This Rush movie re- launched his the second phase of his career. He before this he was in that movie with the elephant and that Russian movie, Dumbo. Yeah, larger than operation. Larger Dumbo than life. Drop and, uh, larger than life. Two fucking elephant movies. Uh, There's a lot of Caddyshack? elephant movies. He was only he, he was in fucking elephant. The man who knew too little. Oh, that was very, funny. that's funny. Very oh, you no, know, Bill. Okay, my Bill Murray's best movie, the one it's where he um, uh, he's like an insurance guy. Walk with me here. He's like an insurance guy. Or a business, whatever, lawyer, something boring. I guess. And um, he he finds a no. He talks to God. In, in the, yeah. He, he works at a bank, idiot. In the water. <laughs> oh, it was, yeah. He was a bank teller, and he puts it on, and he he turns into like this superhero. That was my favorite. Yeah, story. that one was good. Did you know that watched- Bill Murray did this movie for like nine thousand dollars? He did it for scale, SAG scale, or whatever, and he was on it for he he did two weeks. He said the this script was so Jonah good, he, he would do it for do free. It. He also like paid $75,000. He paid $75,000 to do a shot in the movie to pay for like. But they didn't actually do that, like cash that, I think, because they didn't. There is a, like helicopter a helicopter in the movie. It lowers him on the stage and his amazing play at the end. Oh, yeah. Amazing That's play. So yeah, fucking, yeah. <laughs> no, this movie's great. To, to both of y'all and the listeners, I'm on. Ryan, shut up. If you don't like it, you don't have to like it. I mean, this. No, I do. It's just, just I'm just Wes back. Anderson bores me. But the, it's funny, like the one line, like I would like watch. I'd watch a Wes Anderson TikTok. Mm. What the fuck is wrong with you? Because like the jokes about... are, each scene is just like one liner, one liner, one liner, one liner, one liner. No, it's yeah, a very it's... rich, well. What about Miss Cross? Hello, Max. Trying to fuck a fifteen-year-old? Like she's not trying to fuck a fifteen-year-old. I don't know. She's giving mixed signals. She's saying she's giving mixed signals. She's giving mixed signals. If they made the movie today, she would it would be the opposite because teachers. This is made before the teachers all banging fifteen year old. Man, where were, I would yeah. go to that school. That's the private school I wanted to go to. What the hell? Max would be Actually, like a Puerto no. Rican kid who's just like, hell yeah, he just fucks the teacher immediately. Filipino. What was your teachers like? Because okay. my teachers were like old. I had like two thirty year old teachers, and then literally like everyone in high school, every other teacher was like fifty years old. And you, you, have who, old you fucked old year old teachers. No, I tried. They wouldn't. All my teachers were hot because I went to school in California. They're all hot babes with blonde. I had hair. a couple ones where I was like, even like, you know, if a teacher's like moderately attractive or like young when you're 
that age yeah compared to like your other ones that are like 50 and overweight and stuff like that you're like this well the young the young i did have for real though i did have one teacher who was a former golden state warriors cheerleader who was she teach i had mr i had mr nebraska i don't know look up miss look up mr sap sounds very nebraska last name s-a-p-p she was so attractive that when everybody walks in the classroom we're like what like this is not for real this can't boy yeah it's like a real um uh, what's that movie that um, he goes, boy, he goes, Awooga. And his jaw, oh, the mask. I'm thinking mask. of the mask again. You made yeah. that joke Fuck, already. Man. You just heard a bunch of like, like thuds on the under the desk. <laughs> Boners slapping. Like imagine the sound of a, the sound of a thumb tapping the underneath of your desk, but yeah. just like, doop, doop, doop. <laughs> my teacher was Cameron Diaz in the mask. And was she a bad teacher? All the all the she students did. were going crazy. Yeah, she was a bad teacher. Look at William. Look how he turned out. Of course. Yeah. I was like a young Richard Jenny. <sighs> I was like, "Whoa, this chick is smoking hot." Then I blew That's my brains possible. out. After That's I honestly, I mean, unless the teacher actually is going to fuck you, I'd rather they not be that hot. So, I did you? Actually you're just going to be like thinking about it all the time and like feeling like the whole semester, like maybe I if I study. <laughs> You know, like, did you, you more, more motivated to like, study? Walk, in, to walk into the principal, you're like, hey, the teacher is, this teacher is too hot and she's not, and I already tried to fuck her and she won't. So can you fire her, please? I or had a, a, I had our gym teacher um, brainwashed and took one of our friends uh, and impregnated one of our friends. It was a big, it was a big news. Impregnated? Story. It was. Uh, For real? Impregnated. God and, damn. Um, and they almost they got caught at the border of Canada. There was somebody that hung out at our house all the time. Still as a uh, friend, we still whoa. talk to him. They got caught. Or is they raised marry her? Like, Why didn't he just marry was, her? It was kind of national. parental it consent. It wasn't national. It wasn't national news. Yeah. Are they Drake like and Josh and this baby? Fifteen. No, it was it was bizarre. And she's happily married now. The kid was sent somewhere. What about like the baby? Up. The baby was given for up to adoption, so somebody adopted the baby. Well, that's, that's too bad. I feel like they could have, should have made a go. Yeah, he it. wasn't. He, she was hot as hell. And he Are you sure about that, Adam? The teacher and the 15 year old kid, you really want them to raise the baby? I mean, I'm not saying it, the baby ended up great. No, the in guy's the in jail. Care system or the, the dude is still in jail. If she was a good enough teacher, it would be. She's not a teacher. The ultimate education. Like the. the you the know? man was a teacher who impregnated. Was the oh, shit. He, was, he wasn't. He also wasn't <laughs> even a. Te- he wasn't even a teacher. He was a people gym, don't like that a, as much. Gym teacher. So it was like he was a coach and a gym teacher. People high five less uh, about. I feel that, bad even ones. talking about it on this on this platform. Why can't you have a baby in jail? I don't understand. Like you can't. John Wayne Gacy. A, they change the laws. You can't make any profits because John what, Wayne the Gacy prisoners is, are going to hurt their baby. Why can't they just walk well, around with like them? A, because then they're just ba- all going to get pregnant and sell them for cigarettes. Hey, let me have a let me have your brownie. What are you going to give me? Yeah, yeah. For adrenochrome, you know. Baby. Even it's not even. Yeah, I'm a big baby. I wish I could exchange Ryan for a baby on this podcast. Yeah. At least it wouldn't be. It would cry less. At least it would. Yeah, it would cry the baby less. Would cry it, less than Ryan. Have a more a more stable emotional temperament. <sighs> Come on, Ryan. I know you. 
it's just all good, dude. Just Adam, like, you're in a shed with a tarp on the roof. Like, come on, don't you can't be giving advice about cottage cheese right now. Dude, I'm t- if you had some that joke cottage- means nothing for the audience. <laughs> but, what audience? That's a good point. Oh, we're growing. We're growing. <laughs> what audience, Michael? People, what this up? Speaking of prison, what up, Michael? How you? I feel doing, like I'm watching bro? like a fencing match right now, just like expert little precision strikes back and forth. Like you're watching a West Anderson film. Yeah. West Anderson. What about East Anderson? You know what I'm saying? <sighs> He's like, oh. Kanye West, Kanye, Kanye West Anderson is just like a super anti beautifully filmed anti every kid is Max Fisher in in China but they're also good students (laughs) that's that's where Owen Wilson met Jackie Chan that's why they love oh the Nazi party would love Owen Wilson because of his nose it's broken it's a symbol. No, he's imper- he's imperfect. No, I think Owen Wilson is Dirk. Jackie Chan is Max Fisher. Yeah. Chris you Tucker as as Bill Murray. M- Ms. The, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. the teacher. No, that's Bill. It's got to be Bill Murray. Yeah, let's keep it within the realms of reality. Who's the teacher? Don't go too crazy. Uh, um, Lucy Liu. She's in Shanghai Noon, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh. Show, Michelle Yeoh, of course. Michelle Yeoh does it. I saw a clip where Michelle Yeoh was on Letterman when she was like in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. They talked about Jackie Chan and she's called Jackie Chan a sh- male chauvinist. Yeah, he is, right? Yeah, he's a douche. He's like a weird super. Anybody who's that unfunny, it has to be a jerk. He's funny. Oh, oh, his pants God. fall down and he like gets scared and runs out, runs down the street. I mean, come on. <laughs> This humor is not sophisticated. Okay, so we've only watched a couple Jackie. Also, Chan when movies, he made, if you haven't seen when this he, one, the move. No, no, listen. The the Jackie. When Chan he movie, made Super Cop, he just molested Michelle Yeoh. Like that was like half his jokes. You know, oh yeah, like, true. Shit. There is a lot of those kind of jokes in Super. Co- in her defense, hey, I mean, yeah. you know, you can't fault fault her for. <laughs> you got to let the woman speak. But Have you seen? I forget what it's called. To the death. The Jackie Chan movie, I forget what it's called, but it's so fucking funny. I, I watched I guess it right he's, at- a, he's uh the, the, obsessed with the number 23. The number 20 no Lee. Oh, nice. 20 no, Lee. Lee or he sees God, no. he talks to God. Oh, or he wants to break up with his girlfriend, but he has to go to an institute and they have to like remove the memories from his head. What are you talking about? William, this is well, outrageous. It's Jackie Chan, and I watched it after he was. It was Mr. Nice. It was right after Mr. Nice Guy, and um, because it was like a sequel to Mr. Nice Guy, and it was Jackie Chan. I don't remember the other cast. It was like some younger actor, but Jackie Chan. He's like in this situation where he always has to say yes. Yeah, you did a liar, liar. Oh no, this is Yes Man. Yeah, it's after Mr. Nice Guy, and it was Yes Man was the sequel to Mr. Nice Guy. Love the scene in that scene where Jackie Chan plays guitar. On the balcony, he goes. He goes. Wish you would step back off the ledge. He goes. He goes. Jackie Chan goes. I do want trouble, because he has to say (laughs) yes. Yeah. Hey, you guys are uh, like Adam. Why are you getting blue? You you guys are like Ronnie and Donnie, the twins. Oh yeah, those guys. Who the fuck is that? What about Bill Murray's Budweiser shorts? (laughs) Those guys are. 
Bill Murray's Budweiser uh, shorts. That scene. Yeah, that, those are yeah, awesome. Yes, those are fucking sick. And that Gotta scene where, where Bill Murray's looking at at um fucking uh Schwartzman, this Max. He's looking at Max, and then he's like envious that he doesn't have kids like that. It's early on in the scene. He looks at them, yeah. and then he looks at he. Bill Murray looks over at his kids, and they're just fucking the dorkiest, mo- like wrestling each other, right? Like nut tapping each other. Yeah, that shit is like I understand what. Well, Wild here's the thing. He's a genius. I I'm I agree with you. He's a genius. Well, a, there's 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 character yeah. characterization on this, which is Bill Murray's character didn't grow up rich. He's blue collar. He just got lucky. Yeah, but his wife working is hard. Really he like worked hard, and he it, right? runs the world's biggest steel plant or whatever. No, the, but his kids grew up rich. His kids, perfect. his kids are pieces of shit. They grew up rich. Well, they're stupid knuckleheads. And this is like, you know, there is still a caste system even in these like prep schools. It's like, yeah, some kids' parents are fucking billionaires, and they never have to do anything. And then some kids' dads are like, yeah, you know, I I was very successful building swimming pools, and uh, you know, my company did all right. I got cement. Yeah, even though like the movies, even though like oh Wilson, Wilson Anderson or whatever, like grew up rich and went to these schools and stuff, there is like an understanding of nepotism that side that makes it a lot more accessible and like relatable. I think. Like yes, the, there is a you know, blue collar. There is a blue collar understanding appreciation of Bert because it's like how rich you have to be to be rich Bill in Murray, Texas. Though. But I think that's on Bill Murray. Bert's. No, it's I think in the Bill script, Murray. Dude. Well, Ryan, yeah, it's in the script, but Bill Ryan, Murray's like, Ryan, damn it. Okay. Something I really, a moment I really liked on this viewing that I kind of forgot about or whatever, um, that like kind of is a perfect encapsulation of the movie in like a single moment is when they're all like having Thanksgiving um, separately and you see them separately having Thanksgiving. Max is eating a TV dinner. <laughs> thanksgiving yes. with his dad watching tv in their shitty house his dad's a barber very like humble nice barber who he who he's been like telling cemetery. people is like uh yeah it's the, next to the cemetery that his mom's buried in but he always tells people his dad's a neurosurgeon but he's actually a barber um but he's watching tv with his dad and he's like incredibly depressed and his dad is watching him like cut his tv dinner turkey shit with like a fork and a knife and kind of making it getting everything on the fork like in a perfect bite like a very proper civilized way he's kind of not even he's not even like thinking about it but because he's like so depressed but he's just like doing that and his dad's watching him being like my kid wants to be this or you know my kid i don't know it's like a hard i don't even know how to like pin down the what did you feel emotions of the character or like that what max you feel is i felt great no, I'm like I. You're trying to describe what it's. Well, scene the is. other scene. What I'm saying is, it ties in with that other scene. It ties in with that other scene where his father's like, you know, you always talked about being like a diplomat or a politician or something, and he's like, "Pipe dreams, Dad. I'm a barber's son." Yeah, and and it's just like, you know, and then the dad's like, "Well, I'm a barber. It's, I'm good at it, but blah blah blah." And it's like, yeah, the dad knows he. He wants his, he's like, Barbara's he's like, Max, job. I know you want to do more with your life than this. Like you can, let's get you out of this hole, but it's tough. Like his mom died. How does this relate? How does what you're saying relate to the whole thing with the teacher where like he 
was trying to fuck this teacher. It's pretty basic. Or is it just like, I don't know. There's those are like almost two things that I'm having a hard time connecting thematically. The teacher love triangle thing, and then this like well, you know, it's like your ambition, women. This is like a very there's a lot of comparisons with this movie with the French New Wave, and it's like that thing of love complicating your life like jules and jim it's like jules and jim fight over the same girl so there's that like bill murray and max kind of fight over the same girl it's like love can just complicate your plans your your status your everything you built up you know all the hard work you've done and they're, you know, it can, well, it can spin you out of control. It can spin that. you out of control. They're both from these no, working I don't, class. No, it can't. They're both from these working class roots. And Miss Cross went to Harvard or whatever, and she's like English and shit. And she's kind of fits in with that, this Rushmore world. So it's almost kind of like, yes the, and no. It's like, yes and no. You know what I'm saying? She's not rich. She's staying not rich. So yeah. Edward she's a Appleby was rich. He went to Rushmore. That's why she's staying right. in his house she just inherited that house she doesn't she's like miss she's like miss penny and matilda they said roald Dahl is a big inspiration for this movie it's a huge influence on wes anderson um everything being twee you yeah know, the tweeness all the little details but yeah miss penny it's kind of like if matilda was in love with miss penny that's fucked up but that's kind of what it is. It's kinky, some kinky shit, dude. What if Matilda and Miss Penny were got arrested at the border when they were on the run? That's in the new one, that new Matilda musical that just came out. Yeah, Matilda the musical, the movie. Matilda, Matilda the musical, the movie on the border. And they dance run for the, the walls away. It, it, run for the border, featuring Drake and Josh. So what Drake's do we learn? What's the lesson of the movie? Don't take no for an answer. Your teacher says no. She, you're too young. I don't want to fuck you. Keep. He gets her at the end. He dances with her. He dances he with her. Song. And then it is, it is implied that they are now. No, it's not. They fuck. Oh, coitus no. is not? implied? No. Coitus is not implied? I thought. He bangs the Asian chick. Damn, he's fucking everybody. He ends up with Margaret Crush Yang. That's his girlfriend. More, more like crush more. What do you think yeah. about Margaret Yang's parents with the bolo tie? You got to talk about his play. It's awesome at the end. The Vietnam play. There's just like nothing. All the plays are just movie scenes recreated. There's like Serpico. Serpico. Yeah, but he wrote, dragon. He, was like, he wrote it when he was like two, right? Apocalypse or, Now. Or three. Wasn't Platoon. that the I love that it's like. Deer Hunter. He, at the Casualties end, he, of war. yeah, he comes out and he's like, gives that, gives this very like formal introduction and dedication of the play and stuff like that. He's like, thank you for coming. And then it like cuts to him, like machine gunning and like Dirk has like a flamethrower <laughs> and he's like, ah, and, and like, like he made ridiculous. it for Bill Murray because Bill Murray Who edited was in the this shit. Movie? Oh, oh, I never yeah. thought about that. Hey, hey, William. were you in, were you in the shit? Yeah, I was, yeah, in, I was the in, shit. in the shit. It's William, that's, film, that's cool. It you, is you open my eyes. Oh yeah, he is. Bill Murray's crying watching it. Yeah, he wrote it for Bill Murray. Um, one day we'll make a play for Ryan. It'll be about a guy who doesn't do his homework, which is watching a movie. I never did my homework. 
You don't you know, need I, to do homework, man. If you're a white dude with blue eyes in Nebraska, you could just walk through life. It sucks. I didn't learn anything. I don't know nothing. And I ain't know who's who's that. I ain't no Rushmore. Don't say that, dude. This is your Rushmore. No way. This This is I your Rushmore. Like, the movie you were in is your Rushmore. And I'm lot, you got a lot of Rushmores. I got some big news. I did audition for Rushmore too. Wow, that's going to be your rush. Oh, okay. No, nah, they, they didn't even. They didn't even. It just says sent on the email. Gotcha. That's something, you know. You drink like I Bill Murray. Say, I will say. You're like, like Rushmore if he, if he drank like Bill Murray. Scene. Here's the point. Here's the point of the movie. <laughs> Rushmore. By, by Rushmore, you mean Max Fisher. Also, this is the only uh, Wes Anderson movie with the N-word in it. In that cool gangster play that Max puts on, oh right, the Mexican okay. kid's like, "Edward, you're the crazy one." I will say my favorite. Thank you scene... for that trivia, William. Yeah, yeah little Williams trivia corner. I love that joke. My, uh... yeah, it's great. Uh, that kind of shit is so good. My fa- my favorite um, scene. Kiss me, little one. Yeah. My favorite scene like in a Rushmore, and the point is. Respect groceries is I'm just going to say what the, my point is up front. And then I'll tell you the favorite scene, respect grocery stores and respect like fruit. Don't steal from local markets, whatever. But my favorite scene in Rushmore was when Schwartz, Jay Schwartz was walking around all nonchalant in this like market. It was like in Brooklyn or something. And he was like walking around all nonchalant. And then he just picked up a watermelon and just went to town on it. And he just goes, and he eats the whole thing and then walks away. Is that? Is that? Oh Jim, I no! Seen fuck! Like every God Jim damn it! Carrey. No, that was a Jim Carrey in Loving Color skit. Gotcha. God wow. damn it! Damn. It's fuck. all right, dude. You, you you know. I think I watched got a lot the going on. Stuff last night. I don't think man. that happened on In Living Color. That was just a Jim Carrey bit. Are you thinking I, of uh, Fire Marshal Bill going like? What are you talking about? Let me show you something. I get the feeling you haven't watched In Loving Color. In Loving Color also is the inspiration for the the title of our show, Men on Film. It's a five-second skit. We, we finally revealed it. It's a big moment they, for the A pod. great sketch where they make fun of gay people. Yeah. It might not be it might not be a watermelon is the only difference. Um I'm the, hey, I'm bro, the David Wayne. Right Adam I is the David right Allen Greer. I don't know how what it's st- on though. How many stars? Five stars, of course. This is five stars. Uh, Incredible, perfect I'll, movie. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it three point eight stars because that's I, I got thirty eight minutes into it, but I probably would give it five stars. Keep in mind, I gave the crow five stars because it was your birthday. No, that's in mind. Tomorrow's my birthday. You fucker. I know this is all. So, what's your favorite? What's your birthday? Is your favorite? birthday really? It should be birthday way? month, not favorites month, William. Because it's all of our birthdays. Mine's well, done. My birthday's it's done. tough because it's like I have favorite movies at different times. It's like my favorite childhood movie was Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Me too. That was my first oh. favorite movie by a lot. Or, but now you know, Taxi Driver. It's my more recent favorite movie. Pee-wee's Big Adventure is my favorite movie as an adult too. Why did you say Rushmore? You're just a liar. <laughs> you just threw. You just put me on the spot. Watch this. Just a I'm liar. Sure I, it's it one of them. It's say, up there. I I sent the link. Adam just wants to be liked. True. Everybody out there. Hey, who doesn't? 
Follow Adam on Twitter. We all want to be like Kevin Kevin Sorbo NFT or, you know, George went NFT or whatever (laughs) it is this month. It is a watermelon. So silly. (laughs) Watch it. It's 26 seconds. Everybody look up Jim Carrey grocery store bit. Come on now. Okay. Well, I'm Googling this. (laughs) Check it out. Jim Carrey. 26 seconds. This is this was such a wild thing for you to it's not from in living color. It's Watermelon grocery color. store. It's just a bit. This is like a prank. He's just doing a bit. <laughs> wait, till, wait, wait till the wait till the watermelon. So what should we do? Taxi driver or Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Let's just watch Jim Carrey movies. We got baby. one. We Can got. We do a Jim Carrey week. We have what? We have two more this month, right? Nah, I'm not doing themes anymore. I'm just rolling with it. I think those are both hey, good picks. Somebody, I think we should do both because that's you know it's like stop him. Let's do both. We're both those characters. Those characters are the dichotomy of all men. You're either Pee Wee or you're a Travis Bickle. I'm totally. a Jim Carrey. Sometimes you are both at the same. Jim Carrey's a Pee Wee. That's when things get really fucked up. You know what I mean? And then Cable Guy, he's taxi driver. And Ace Ventura, okay. he's a peewee. Yes. I get it. In the number 23, he's a taxi driver. Exactly. Seems very simplistic. Uh-huh. Is, that why you, is that why you like What if Peewee Herman was taxi driver? Now but that it, would be a movie. In Dumb and Dumber, he's peewee. But in The Mask, he's taxi driver. Sometimes taxi, you know sometimes peewee. The Grinch is taxi That's driver. That's what I'm saying. The Grinch is for sure a taxi driver. You've led us to a very interesting place, Ryan. Eternal sunshine. Hmm. And that's I'll, like a, I'll say that's like a Dottie dump. If you're listening, the place Dude. we're at, do not go in there. Well, he loves his bicycle. Don't give. Don't don't bring up Dottie right now. He's like, I lost my bicycle. I gotta get my memories cleared. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch none of this with a ten foot pole. Ten and a, a half inch pole. <laughs> What's the Grinch song? <laughs> ten and a half inch dick. I never saw the Grinch. What? I haven't seen it either, but I really it looks I watched like it, shit. I watched it last night. <laughs> Why did you do that instead of watch the movie, you idiot? He was at work watching it on TV. He's lying. Ryan's a liar. Yeah, He's a liar, liar, pants on fire. Liar, liar. I mean, Ryan I'm is just a guy. Jim Carrey's beginning a liar, liar. I'm just a guy coming out of an animatronic rhino's asshole. Okay. I'm, I'm Jennifer Tilly. Dude. I'm Jennifer Hell Tilly. Yeah. I'm being betrayed by Ryan. Ace Boys. You should yeah, gang, Ace gang. Boys. Hell yeah. We should Adam do it. Is the kid. Adam calls. is the kid from Liar Liar with the long hair. Yep. That sounds so too bad. The claw scares his scares his ass. That sounds sweet. Carrie and I'm, is so I'm Jim, annoying. I'm in that Jim movie. Carrey. I'm Jim Carrey, and you're the stepdad coming in. Carrie Elwes would be a good in a Wes Anderson movie. Princess Bride. Yeah. You know, it has that kind of like dry, like British thing. But imagine, was, Jim, imagine Jim Carrey in Drive instead of Ryan Gosling. What about Jim Carrey in a Wes Anderson movie? That'd be awesome. Yeah. BRB. Jim Carrey playing a 15 year old in Jim Carrey in Rushmore. 
He could be. He's Bill got Murray. the braces. He's no. He would have to be Schwartz. Over the top, like rubber man face. What about Sylvester Stallone as Jason Schwartzman in Rushmore? I'd, I'd like doing extracurricular activities. <laughs> I'm failing out of class. <laughs> Fail- your, your report card's horrible. <laughs> what? Maybe. <laughs> Come on, teacher. Come yeah, what's, one of the, what's one of the most iconic lines in this? There's a couple up front that are pretty funny. Yo, Adrian. Where Rushmore says, yeah, the whole thing is he like tries to say things. We'll pop a cap at his ass. <laughs> Was it good, Max? Huh? Skinny dipping with my lady? <laughs> Giving her hand jobs? You skinny, skinny dipping son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about how much like hand jobs are a part of this movie, which is a funny. Yeah, it's, oh, my God. It's like about adults jerking children off. Yeah, it's pretty funny, man. <laughs> this movie could never work today because hey, kids today are too pretty sexual. Funny. Like I just want to generation. The hey, reason uh, I'm so bitter right now, the reason I'm so tired and worn out is I've for a hundred episodes you're I've dying. been saying, can can we watch a movie that isn't uh, have pedophilia or rape or a dog getting killed in it? And oh, we bitch. can't. You won't. Every movie that William gives us has one of those. Three Adam things. picked Holy this movie. Trinity. There is no pedophilia. This was my pick. She says she doesn't actually sleep with him. There is they no pedophilia. Out, though. I gotta go. My kids. They make up. out. But Taxi Speaking Driver, out. Ryan. All right. You'll love Taxi Driver. Bye. Later, right. Adam. Later, Adam. All right. Let's get this podcast started.